morning and welcome to the Digital Marketing Show with Dave Parkhurst and brought to you by Greenhaven Interactive. Greenhaven and Dave are committed to helping you apply the most effective digital marketing for your business. If you want to avoid the gimmicks and the fads and reach a higher level of sales, profit, and customer satisfaction, then you've come to the right place. Dave has been successfully helping clients succeed with digital marketing since 1994. With website design, Google and Bing search engine optimization, social media, digital advertising, and much more. Now, here's your host of the Digital Marketing Show, Dave Parkhurst, along with his co-host, Lee Ryan. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Lee. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, a bit of a bonehead about marketing, but that's why I'm here, because I'm going to ask all of the ridiculous questions that anyone else would be ashamed to ask. Well, perfect. That's a, that's a great public service, I think. <laughs> well, one of the things when we were talking about websites, first thing I did was I went to the Internet to look at your website. Thank you. But you know what? I didn't even think about that. We do it all the time. That's right. We judge people by their website. That's right. And so I go on there and I'm looking around and, and I don't know why I stay on a site. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't. You know, I'll get on a site. Some will make me stay on and look and hunt and I'll click on videos and others I can, yeah, yeah, yawn, yawn. And, and I'm off to something else. What makes a website great? You know, that's a great question because you're, you're exactly right. We are all conditioned now to ask every question of the internet before we ask it of just about anybody else. And so it's important for businesses or for anybody that's communicating to understand how to communicate and why somebody would pay attention to what they're saying. One of the things that we find is that the most important thing to do first is to really engage the emotions of somebody who is going to visit your website. It's just like any other marketing in that regard. You've got to have something that catches the eye very quickly within just a few seconds or else you're going to lose them. They're going to go back to Google or to Bing or where they found you and they're going to just not pay attention to what you have to say. So how do you go after the emotions? I mean, I think... When I think of uh, any kind of artwork or anything, I think of colors and shapes and, and visuals, uh, pictures, video. What I think of those things. Do you get into that part of it? I mean, is Absolutely. That Absolutely. One of the things that I find a lot of people that I talk to when they build a website or when they uh, update their website, they just want to put a bunch of stuff there. They just want to put a bunch of data there. Yeah. Now, we got a guy coming up later who's a real data guy, but, you know... I, you got to, to see the data, you have to first get past that sort of emotional barrier. And so when, when you use pretty pictures, so, you know, eye candy, let's just say it, eye candy, uh, you, when you use things like videos, uh, that's very critical as well. Uh, when you present yourself as the business owner or as the person who's got a product to offer, and you can actually look the person in the eye on the website, you've really started to form a relationship with somebody. And that's when people are going to stay there. Not when they're looking at things, but when they're talking to people. Because ultimately, you know, I'm a data person. I'm a website guy. I'm a tech guy. I love this stuff. But look, people do business with people. They don't do business with machines. And so, therefore, the, the primary goal of a website is to start facilitating that relationship. Now, when you said eye candy, the first thing I thought was um, some very sexy girl or some very handsome guy those things came to mind. And a lot of times when you look at ads in newspapers, you know, they're selling a watch, but what they're really selling is that if you have this watch, you will get this babe or you'll get this hunky guy. And that, and so exactly. 
But so there's a lot of photographs and stuff that are purchased that have nothing to do with it. How do you, how do you pick out the kind of photographs and the kind of things that, that makes it look real, that it's not like something bought from a site? You bet. Well, the first thing I do is I talk to a client about who their target audience is. You know, they need to know who their target audience is. Mm -hmm. So, and once you know what their target audience is, then you can start to speak in their language. You can show the pictures that are going to appeal to them. Now, the pictures that we want to choose, when I say eye candy, that's, that's a little bit facetious because we don't want to just show them pretty pictures of unrelated things. What we want to show them are pictures and videos. And I don't want to, I want to make sure we, you know, also emphasize videos. I want to show the pictures and videos of how their life is going to be better after they do business with me or with my client. So if it's a, if it's a car, uh, yeah, then maybe you're, if you're selling a car, you're in the, you're in the driver's seat of the sports car and yeah, maybe that's when the pretty girls come up to you. But if you're talking about an attorney site or if you're talking about a home improvement site, uh, an attorney site, it's all about peace of mind. So you want to show people experiencing that peace of mind that they have when their legal problems go away or showing the homeowner that just bought this new home and the family's happy, the kids are happy, they're playing in the living room. You need to show them what their life is gonna be like so that they can identify that and say, I want that. Once they say, I want that, that's when a conversation is gonna to start to happen. How many clients know who their audience is? Because I, I'm, I think most people, we just want somebody who's going to buy our services. Do they really know who their audience is or who their customer is? You know, I don't think so. I, I, I think what happens oftentimes in business is I think people have a skill set. They get into business because they've got this skill set and they say, hey, I'm here and I've got the skill set. They're, they're focusing kind of on who they are. And a lot of websites do this. I, I would venture a guess that the majority of websites probably do it this way, at least in my experience. They say, here's what we do, not here's who you are and here's what we can do for you. So one of the first things you have to determine before you even get into this idea of presenting things to people is who who's the people you're going to present to. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, there's a saying that if you don't know what your target is, you're never going to hit it. Exactly. So how do you help them find their target? Well, first of all, there's, there's a lot of information. Uh, there's, there's a couple different answers to that, really. So I work with great people who can help them identify who those folks are. So that's one thing that we do. The other thing that we do is we look at data that comes from sources like Google. So what is the language that people use? Well, it turns out that Google and Bing and a lot of the online search engines, they know how people search for things. And therefore, if we know what people are searching for, this term or that term or this phrase, more, more phrases these days than keywords, then you're going to end up in a situation where you're going to have a, a good idea of what you want to say, who it is, who's listening to that, and then how to kind of position yourself to, to meet that need. So are you keeping track of buzzwords and things that people from certain audiences might use to describe something? Yes, in the sense that now when you say buzzwords, what we really, the, the terminology we use for that is analytics. <laughs> it's, it's of a, course you do. Of course we do. You know, <laughs> well, every industry's got to have their own, you know, internal wizardry language. And, you know, that's It analytics. just makes you sound more important and it, more expensive, it, it, actually. No, I, you know, I love it, except we're very affordable. But, but yes, yes, no, that's exactly right. And what we use is there's a number of fantastic data analysis tools that are available to us to search on what are people who are finding this information? What are they looking for? What are the words that they use? Now, here's an interesting stat for you, though. 
20% of the searches that take place on Google every day are new phrases that Google's never seen before. <laughs> Google has never seen before. There's some like six or seven billion searches happening on Google every day, and a bunch of them are new. So it's very important for us and for our clients and for anybody who's interested in attracting attention to pay attention to what is the current terminology that people are using. There's no such thing as a website that's it's done now, we'll touch it again in five years because the terminology changes. Well, I'm just thinking about how we're judged by our websites. I mean, I know that when I look at a website, I decide if they're classy, if they've invested money in themselves. And if you don't believe in yourself, well, you're not going to invest in yourself. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why the, re the website has to be not only just a good representation of the business, not a, just a good physical, you know, a portrayal of the business, but it's got to position the business or the organization in a light that makes people want to talk to them. As I was saying earlier, one of the most important things about any online presence is not just spewing out all of your data, but is really saying, here is who I am and here's why you want to form a relationship with me. If the, if the website doesn't do that, if it just shows products, for instance, or just shows specifications, very few websites can get away with that. Mm -hmm. That's why I say you have to have this emotive design. You've got to be able to say, here is, here's visuals that say why I'm trustworthy. Here's a layout that's easy to use that says, when you do business with me, I'm easy to do business with because I don't make it complicated. Now, there's some websites like Craigslist that can get away with just putting up a bunch of text because right. everybody knows what they are. But when you talk about a small business or a medium-sized business or organization, you really do need to have something that has a representation of the organization in their best possible light. It sounds like you're trying to help the, I call them gearheads, people who are all numbers and figures, kind of like you. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no you're very personable, actually. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. But to help the gearheads talk to the, you know, people, I'm a technotard. I mean, I'm a self-professed technotard. <laughs> well, you need to trademark that. I, mean, I like that. That's, well, that's good. maybe, I, can you handle that for me? Oh, for absolutely. My, for my Just website. another service I offer. <laughs> so you're trying to basically um, do kind of a translation so that I can understand what you're talking about. Yes, that's right. Because the, it is true that there's a lot of the technology today that is, um, it's very complex. It's... Uh, the stuff with Google is rocket science. I mean, it really is rocket science. And so what we try to do is we try to take the, this uh, complicated world of the Internet and the, and the web and we try to bring it down to how does this affect your life, Lee? How mm -hmm. does this affect your world? How, how are the, how's the information that this business is communicating? How is it going to benefit you in how you improve your standing in the world, how you improve your life? How often do you go to a website and you look at it and think, oh, dear God, this is really horrible. Only on days in E and Y. <laughs> you know, just, just, just those days. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is very regular that we see things that really, it just in terms of design and navigation and just the things you want to do, the things that normal people want to do uh, are just not there. there. There's a whole bunch of things that are just very basics that maybe we can talk about a little bit yeah. that are, are uh, missing on, I'd say, you know, a good half of all websites. So for the people who are listening, probably about half of them have websites that need to be redone or revamped or Absolutely. remodeled or what do you call it? <laughs> all <laughs> of the above. Give me a tech word. It, it, well, you know, uh, redone. Oh, redone. <laughs> or well, that's updated. not so techy. Yeah, I can get that. No, no, it's, it's, it's really not that complicated. I, in, all, in all honesty, if somebody has not done anything with their website in three months, then it's out of date. Wow. 
I mean, three months in the internet world is kind of like, you know, you talk about dog years. Let's, let's talk about, you know, internet years. Three months might be five years in the, in the rest of the world because things change all the time. So every three months I have to call somebody in to do this. That sounds pricey. Well, so here, here's my question for you, Lee. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to pres- present this to you as a business person. Right. How often do you need to do marketing in your business? Well, a lot of it's word of mouth, or I think it mm-hmm. is anyway. But I, you know, I noticed more often I'm seeing people going to LinkedIn, looking, you know, snooping around. Sure. So I know they're, I know they're smelling around my feet. But if you don't do any marketing, any sales, for, you know, three months, are you gonna have much success? Yeah. Well, we'll get back right <laughs> after this. <laughs> You're listening to Marketing with Digital Dave. That's me. And. I have a little bit more to say, don't you? I think I have a few things to say. Ah, Well, let's do it after this. You're listening to Marketing with Digital Dave. Search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising are all parts of the pathway to a successful business plan, and Dave Parkhurst, the digital wizard, has the experience to make it happen. Call or text Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. There's more to come right around the corner. So how's your business? In these challenging times, a lot of business owners are saying, not so good. But realistically, what can you do about it? Well, plenty. Now, more than ever, your business needs an effective web presence that positions your business ahead of your competition. You need a website that turns browsers into buyers. You need to be the business that shows up prominently in Google and Bing searches. You need to have your social media working for you. Digital Dave is offering a free digital marketing audit and consultation at no charge. Analyzing your current online marketing, telling you where you are now so you'll know how you stack up against the competition and what you can do to supercharge your online marketing. You'll get a set of recommendations for how to generate more sales and online success. To receive your free digital marketing audit, visit digitaldave.biz or call or text 253-906-2705 or visit digitaldave.biz. If you'd like to ask Digital Dave a question, you can text him now at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. Or check out his website at digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz. And now, back to Marketing with Digital Dave. And I am Lee Ryan, and we are back. You know what? While we were on the break, our boss, the producer, Pete Talbot, challenges you. Uh-oh. He, he thinks that there are more than 50% of the websites that need to be done. So the gauntlet has been tossed. <laughs> well, you know, w- when Pete says something, I pay attention. Yeah. Now, here's the here's the 50% thing. If, if I looked at, you know, uh, sites like Apple or Microsoft or something, and I counted those, yeah, those are probably okay. But, yeah, no, he's if, if you look at small business websites, medium-sized business websites, uh uh, it's probably closer to 85 percent. I would absolutely agree. So let's have everybody scramble to their computers and bring their website up. What's wrong with them? Well, okay, so there's there's some best practices that I always want to see on any website. 
one of the best practices is, you know, as a website developer, you know, we've been doing this since 1994, most people come to client websites or our website for some basic contact information. I would love to, Lee, I would love to believe that everybody goes to our websites to see things like uh, the, the wonderful artwork that we do and the great flow and the design, but it's, it's just not true. People go to the websites first and foremost to get some information about how to get in touch with me, uh, how to uh, find the business, how to, how to uh, connect with you somehow. So that's one thing that has to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing that has to be there is once we talked a little bit earlier about this emotive design, mm -hmm. once somebody has, they, they've looked at it, they say, wow, this is really good. I want to feel like these people feel they're in this design. You have to give them an outlet. It's called a call to action. You have to have a call to action. The call to action is now that you're interested in the business, what do you do to get in touch with them, to take advantage of a free offer, to visit the business, say it's a brick and mortar store. There's got to be a call to action. And not only does that call to action have to be right at the top, it has to be repeated throughout the website. Websites these days, the web pages, the first page of any website, are usually longer than they used to be in the old days. Mm -hmm. Used to be the people would navigate via menus and things a lot more than they do now. Today, they navigate the same way we navigate our cell phones, with gestures, swiping up and down and expanding and all of that. So you need to have that call to action so that people are invited to do business with you in some fashion or form all the time. So for instance, this might fall into the category of a shameless plug, but hey, that's okay. Um, Go for it. <laughs> we've, you know, our, our show notes, all this stuff is at, at digitaldave.biz. On digitaldave.biz, we have a form where somebody can get a free web audit. That's our call to action. Did, did you say digitaldave.com? I did, and I was wrong. Uh-oh. Thank you. I appreciate okay. that. that. That's not my site. Digitaldave.biz oh, is the okay. site. So digitaldave.biz. Dot biz is the mm, site. Yes. Okay. That, yes. that wasn't a shameless plug. I was no, just no, that wasn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know what's at that other so, side. <laughs> so how long of time do you have to emote someone? I'm I'm coming on to the site and uh, and and does it make a difference if I am intentionally going to that site for information as that I just kind of happen upon it? Well, uh, of course, the people that find you because of a Google search or some other kind of intentionality, that's going to be your best ones because they have a need that they have in their own mind that they think you can do something about. So are they pre-emoted then? They, or do well, they need no, to be re-emoted? <laughs> hey, those are a couple. You've come up with several new words Do today. I get that's, money for this? Uh, not for me. I mean, maybe Pete will give you some money. I don't know. Not me. Um, but they, they have a need. They're, they, they don't yet have an emotional connection with you. So you have about three or four seconds maximum to get them to stay there. Now, Google, here's an interesting uh, little tidbit about Google for you. If Google sends somebody to your site and they're there for a very short period of time and they go back to Google, Google says, oh, that's not a great site for this search because they came right back and looked for something else. That's called a bounce. You don't want people to bounce from your site. So you need to grab them. You need to keep them there. In our, in our terminology, we call it sticky. We want them to stick on your site so that they're there for a longer period of time. Not only are they more likely to do something with you, but they are also, uh, or Google is also more likely to say, ah, this is a good site to send people to for this kind of search. Now, this, this three-month thing you were talking about, that a, that a website needs to be reworked or updated or checked anyway every three months, does that have something to do with how things have changed, that people have 
uh, less of capacity to just stick around and and uh, look at things because things are so much quicker than they used to be? Well, it has to do with several things, and and one of the things three months is an eternity. So that is the that is the very outside of how long you want to go before something is updated. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, think about it this way, Lee. If if I've been to a website and then I go back to that website and nothing's changed, why would I go there again? You've seen it. I've already seen it. I've been there. If, if nothing's changed, why would I go back? So really, you, you need to keep your website up to date with new content every month, really every month. And there's several different reasons. One of them is the majority of people's websites get a lot of their traffic, or should at least get a lot of their traffic, from the search engines like Google and Bing. And Google and Bing aren't going to send traffic to you if nothing ever changes. Mm. Unless you're, you know, you, you're the one person in the world that does this one thing, then yeah, sure, you'll get traffic for it. But there's competition for everything. So you need to keep it updated for that reason. The other reason you need to keep it updated is because uh, societal ch- tastes change. The, the state of the world. I oh, mean, don't they? Well, it, well look, at, <laughs> Crazy. look at where we're at right now with COVID, right? I mean, you know, we spent the last yeah. three months or six months now updating people's websites for COVID. Because, you know, you're not going into the website or to the business the way that you used to do it. So they don't get that uh, that touchy-feely, hands-on, face-to-face stuff anymore that they used to get, where you look at a site and you go in and see them and decide you like them. They have to decide they like you by your website. Yes, by your website and then maybe a Zoom meeting, maybe a video meeting. So video becomes even more important right now. And making sure the video represents the business in such a way that you're starting to form a personal relationship. So I have, do you mind if I mention a website that, that uh, does that really well? Is this another shameless plug? No, this, well, it might be for one of my clients. So I'll, I'll admit it's for Not one of my clients. Not a problem. So if you think of wills and estate planning, is that a real exciting topic for you? Does that just get your blood going? Well, if I, if I think I'm going to get a bunch of money, it might. But, <laughs> but normally speaking, probably not, no, right? No. So I have a client, orbitwills.com, and for those that are playing along on the uh, Digital Dave home game, uh, it's on our website, digitaldave.biz. The orbitwills.com is a site that does uh, online wills and estate planning. Mm-hmm. So you don't actually have to go in and see a lawyer. Usually seeing a lawyer isn't the top of most people's fun things to do on a Friday or Saturday. Mm. So when I started working with Orbit Wills, it's run by uh, a wonderful attorney. Her name's Annie. And I said, Annie, you need a video. And I want to know on this video, and I want to put this right on the front of your website, and I want to say, why Orbit Wills? What's your why? Not, not, you know, why you need a will or a trust, but what's your why, Annie? And so she said, okay, I can do that. We get this office. And I said, no, here's what we're going to do. We want to do this in your home. I don't want you to dress like a lawyer. I don't want any books in the background. I don't mm-hmm. want any of that. So we did this video on orbitwills.com. You can go and see it. I think it's pretty cool where she's talking about her personal experience, why she needed a will, and she relates to people where they're at. You see her kids on the trampoline in the background. Now, since you can't go into all these businesses and, and actually make a relationship with somebody, that kind of video is very, very powerful in terms of getting connections to the, to the people in business. Is there a list, a, a checklist of uh, emoticizers? I don't know what to get. Is that another word I get <laughs> yeah, money did, for? You're on a roll today, Lee, I'm telling you. <laughs> but it's, okay, so you're talking video, and that's not for everybody, though. But, right. but okay, video. It's for most people. And, and to prevent another call from, from Pete, it's probably 90% of people. So <laughs> he's it, a tyrant, isn't oh, he? Well, you know, he's, he's, he's highly respected. Let's put it that way. No, so it, video really should be, especially now, a, I mean, people, when you see a video on a website, it should, or it keeps people there a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, I never argue with my clients, almost never, 
The one debate I oftentimes have with my clients is I say, I want a, either a picture of you on the front of your website or I want a video of you on the front of your website. No, I don't want a picture of me on the website, Dave. I'm not that good looking. Can't we hire a model to do that? No, <laughs> they're doing business with you. That's right. If they're doing business with you, they need to look into your eyes and they need to be able to start to form a bond, a relationship with you. That's why that video or at least a picture with something about you should be on the front of your website. And that's why you see my smiling face. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not thrilled with my picture, uh, but hey, it's right on the front of digitaldave.biz. So that's why, because that allows people to form a relationship with you. So that's one of the keys for emoticizing. Is that your word? Do I have to pay yeah, you now? Emoticize, yeah. I have to pay you now. Well, oh. that's, we'll just, I'm keeping track. I got my little <laughs> ticks here. <laughs> Uh, and, and the importance of a quality video, I'm, I, because I have worked in video for years, and a bad video turns me off immediately. Absolutely. Well, and I'll tell you what, from my perspective, and I'd, I'd be interested in your feedback on this, from my perspective, one of the most important things on video is not even the video itself, it's the audio, because typically the audio on these YouTube videos and other things is, is sounds like you're in a tin can. So you got to have uh, a good, that's a little bit technical, but hey, that's to make it effective, that's one of the things you want to make sure you do. Absolutely. What, what you were saying? Mark? Well, the other thing I was going to say is you, you have your video, you have your, your, um, your call to action. Something else you really need to do is you really need to have a, a succinct set of words and phrases that are the ones, these are, call them keywords, mm -hmm. that people are going to use and people are going to identify with when they visit your website that Google's going to identify you by and that people are going to connect with. Oftentimes in most businesses, in my business and in most businesses, and this is where you're doing a wonderful job of keeping me grounded here, people <laughs> lapse into technical language. Every business, business has them. You don't want the technical language on the front page of your website what, unless you're just appealing to the Boeing engineers or something. Right, yeah, the gearheads. Like right. I, I affectionately call them. Well, we need them. They keep us yes, in the air. That, it's all absolutely good. Right. But you want to have the words and the phrases on the front of your website that the people who are you want to be buying from you are going to be using. And that's why, again, uh, a lot of business owners are very technical people. They get into the small business because they've got this skill set, and they come up with words that the end user is like, huh, what? Hmm. So I, I do a lot of work with automotive shops. If you get, let me ask you a question, Lee. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm going to fail. I just this one's I'm easy. Fail. This okay. one's simple. If you go in to have your car fixed someplace, who's the person that's going to fix your car? What are they called? What's their title? Uh, a mechanic. A mechanic. And we ding, didn't ding, set ding, this ding, up. Ding. We didn't set this up. You know what? <laughs> They're not mechanics. If you say that to one of those folks, you know what they'll say? Ma'am, we're automotive technicians. <laughs> I have uh, owners of shops, they tell me, don't, uh, we're not going to put any, the word mechanic, it can't be on there. It's kind of like using the word stewardess oh, uh, yeah. in the airplane industry. Oh they my gosh, no, somebody no. else who's offended. Oh dear God, <laughs> is it in? So what I, sell, what I tell to business owners in automotive repair shops is, look, the public calls them mechanics, you call them automotive technicians. If you just want to take money from one side of your, uh, one pocket and put it mm -hmm. in the other side of your pocket, call them automotive technicians. So if if I, you want them to do it then you better call them mechanics. So if I very sweetly call them an automotive technician, am I going to get a better deal? Not from anybody I know. <laughs> but at okay, least you so won't I get looked at with that kind of, no, she's sniff, one of those people. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> so what, and one thing I was wondering about is color is a big deal. I mean, they did yes. color draping years ago. I remember I was in on that. 
colors have a real effect on people, don't they? Well, they absolutely do. They absolutely do. And, and different colors also for different industries as well. So, you know, in the legal industry, you might have some a few darker colors to get, you know, kind of that, that right. comfort level. Other industries, different colors. So it's and, true. And to get into all of that real technical stuff that was going to cross our eyes, we are going to bring in Andrew Ballard, who is the Chief Growth Strategist for Marketing Solutions. Holy mackerel. What's, what's that? We'll be back to tell you. You're listening to Marketing with Digital Dave. Search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising are all parts of the pathway to a successful business plan, and Dave Parkhurst, the digital wizard, has the experience to make it happen. Call or text Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. There's more to come right around the corner. You might have a good website. You might have compelling information. You might have a killer call to action that creates lifetime clients. But if no one ever sees your website, what good is it? So how do you get found? And how do you get a good spot on the first page of Google for your company? You need someone who can help you get listed for keywords that will generate new business. You need someone who can help keep your presence current through the hundreds of changes that Google makes annually. You need a search engine expert. That someone is Digital Dave. Get your free digital marketing audit to learn how to get found and generate more sales and online success. To receive your free digital marketing audit, visit digitaldave.biz. You can also call or text 253-906-2705. Again, visit digitaldave.biz to start building your roadmap to digital marketing success. Or call 253-906-2705. That's digitaldave.biz. If you'd like to ask Digital Dave a question, you can text him now at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. Or check out his website at digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz. And now, back to Marketing with Digital Dave. And welcome back to Marketing with Digital Dave, Dave Parkhurst. I'm Lee Ryan, and as promised, we are going to talk to Andrew Ballard. But before we do that, um, I have done a great disservice. This is our first, our very first show together, so of course I'm going to forget things. <laughs> and uh, one of the things is that uh, we are on KVI, and absolutely thrilled to be here. It's one of absolutely. my one of my favorite stations because they talk, tell it like it is, absolutely, not like people want it to be. Anyway. <laughs> um, but you have a special, a special, special thing that you're doing here. I do. And that is that you're giving away a free digital audit worth lots and lots of moolah. Absolutely. So tell us quickly what that is, and then we'll jump over to Andrew. Absolutely. So uh, to, to access that, you just go to our website, digitaldave.biz, and there's a simple form there where you give us a little bit of information. And then what we will do is we will go through your whole digital presence, your website, how Google sees you, how Bing sees you, what your social presence is. We'll go through all of it. We'll compare it to best practices, what we know works for digital marketing in August of 2020 or whenever we do that audit. And then we will give you a report back showing here's where the best practices are, here's where you're at, and here's some things you could do to uh, improve. So I'm wondering how many of you are looking at your website and it's been 
oh, I don't know, six months, a year, whatever, and, and you, you thought it was good, and it probably was back then. Back in the old days. Yeah, but now, yeah, the old days. Six months ago. Yeah, but uh, you've got an opportunity to get a free digital audit, and you've got a phone number where they can call or text you directly, and Dave is local. So he's, he's a local homeboy. Absolutely. 253-906-2705. And I'm going to give it again because I know you're rattling around grabbing your pen and finding a piece of paper in the back, back of a Kleenex box. 253-960-2705. Almost. No, what, 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 what did I do? <laughs> you transposed a number. 253-906-2705. There you go. Bingo. Well, that's my first show. Wow, wow. Okay, so so we're going to go on to Andrew Ballard. Ballard, and uh, you've written an interesting, interesting, provocative title. Your opinion doesn't matter. Oh well, that's popular. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, do you want to introduce your buddy? Absolutely, absolutely, Andrew. I'm so pleased that you could be here with us. Andrew is our data guy. He, he is the one that he knows the numbers. He figures it out. He works with you. He's a respected author. He's an educator. Uh, he does keynote speeches. He is a TEDx um, speaker. He's also an adjunct professor at the University of Washington. That sounds very, very academic of you, Andrew. So um, we're just thrilled to have you here to talk about why your opinion doesn't matter, but it's your customer's opinion that counts. So, Andrew, welcome. Exactly. And thank you for a great introduction. He read it just the way I wrote it. That was, re- that was really <laughs> impressive. We're just waiting for you to cross our eyes with this tech stuff. <laughs> So I'm so honored to be here on your inaugural show. But what we're going to talk about is how data can inform making a website that's, you know, more functional, that generates more cash for your business. So, you know, again, the title of the book is Your Opinion Doesn't Matter. The subtitle, though, is where the magic is. And that is, it's your customer's opinion that counts. And one of the best practices when either, you know, if you're launching a brand new site or maybe updating an existing site, Um, employing a user group will give you information that will really guide you in the right place. And so uh, a user group really is not difficult to do, and you can do it on your own at no cost. So the idea is that you want to improve the functionality. You know, you talked about design and navigation, right? Right. So you want to improve the functionality. You want to improve the content. The bottom line is you want to improve the conversion, because that's how you make money. Right. So the simple way of doing that is putting together what we call a user group. In your technical terms, it's called a usability study. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So this is a user group, and a user group take a, typically is only five to ten people. So this is not difficult to do. So uh, essentially what you're going to do is get a small group of your existing customers. And if, if you haven't launched your business yet then you can get uh, people that you know, friends and family, as long as they represent your target audience, right? Right. If your target audiences are women 45 to 65, don't get a bunch of guys that are in college because <laughs> you know, you're gonna, they're going to send you in the wrong direction. But uh, user groups really can give you great data. So, Andrew, you mentioned um, to me another time about creating scenarios, Can you explain something about creating scenarios? What does that mean? Yeah, so uh, the way that you engage your user group is through a questionnaire. And the questionnaire essentially has two key elements. One, a scenario, and the other is a list of tasks that you want the user group to go through. So the scenario essentially just defines your objective, right? So I'll give you an example. Let's say that you are a bakery 
And um, your goal of the website is to get them to take a look at your product page and actually place an online order uh, that they can um, do on the site, they can pay for it, and then they walk into your store to pick it up. So that's the scenario is you want to buy product. The tasks you would run them through, well, first, when they hit the homepage, you say, okay, what, what we want you to do is we want you to find the product page to identify what bakery items you want. And then um, after that, that you can uh, have a listing, one through 10, how easy or difficult was it for you to find the product page? Real simple navigation, right? And so after, the, and then they can talk about, you know, what they liked about it or what was confusing to them. And then when they're on the product page, you're going to give them another task. Okay, great. So let's say that you want to buy a dozen apple fritters. So we're going to have you put that in your shopping cart and um, you're going to do the same thing. How easy or difficult was it to complete that task? And then in the comment section, write, you know, what you experienced, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then you might say, okay, now we want you to actually uh, list out or schedule when you want to pick the products up. And so you go through that task and then they, the whole thing. And the whole idea is that you give them a scenario and you run them through a short series of tasks and then have them comment on those tasks. And after you've done that for your five to 10 people in the user group, you simply compile the data and you're looking for common themes. And that's where you know how to optimize, you know, in our business, we're yep. always trying to optimize content experience, how you can optimize your site to increase conversion. And what does conversion mean? It means money. It means bucks. Yeah. Which is why we're in business. To, Absolutely. To earn a fair profit and deliver um, good value. You know, I love that so much because as we were talking about earlier, uh, the, when, I, when I meet a new uh, potential customer, somebody that we might want to do business with, one of my first questions is, who, who is your target audience and, and, and what is it that they want? And people will make guesses at that. They will come up with, well, I think it's this and that and the other thing. <laughs> But if you probe one level deeper, okay, well, how, how do you know that? Uh, you know, you, you, people usually don't know. You and get the long silence or the duh. I was, that, when they say, I think, I think that's the key that they don't know. Say, I, I, I was wondering, when you say your opinion doesn't matter, how often does the customers, it would be your customer then, like a business, right. how many times does their opinion get in the way? Or their wife's opinion or husband's opinion or kids and friends' opinion get in the way of of the person who really matters, the customer? Probably most of the time, but it's usually a very simple and friendly conversation. They go, hey, listen, and you, you, you commented on this earlier, uh, Digital Dave, and, and what I say to folks is, listen, if your opinion is the one that's driving this, then what you need to do is write yourself a check <laughs> so you can buy your own inventory because <laughs> you're going to end up being your only customer. Right. And, and so most people you know, intuitively get that. And then so we have a place to start. About 10% of them absolutely refuse to put the customer, you know, it's my way or the highway. And what I do in that case is I usually give them the phone number of one of my competitors. <laughs> <laughs> Make them suffer. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to deal with this. But to your point, most people are able to grasp the fact that it's the customer's opinion that matters. Now, Andrew, as I understand it, you've been doing this kind of work uh, for small business, for large business, for uh, municipalities, this, this methodology, this applies uh, pretty universally, doesn't it? It really does. It doesn't matter whether you're small, medium, or large. Our target really is the small to medium, but we've done a lot of Fortune 500 companies. You mentioned government. We've got dozens of government clients. We also have several nonprofits, mm -hmm. and you hit the nail on the head. 
It doesn't matter what business sector you're in or what market you're targeting. The same fundamentals apply. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I think, and I think maybe Lee's going to mention this later, but I think you're, you're uh, uh, on your website, you have a questionnaire you're going to uh, give our our loyal listeners here on the first show, the ability to access. Really loyal. It's like, how long? <laughs> Our 45-minute loyal right. listeners. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, the because the first question I get is, well, how do I build this questionnaire? How do I develop a scenario? How do I develop a task list? How do I actually build this thing? And so we have a sample questionnaire that we're going to give to Digital Dave listeners absolutely free of charge. Ooh, free. Yeah. I, that's my Bless favorite four-letter word, free. And so uh, Digital Dave the audience, you can go to our website, which is mktg-solutions.com forward slash user group. And uh, the, it'll take you right to the page where you can submit to get this free resource. And it really, the, the questionnaire itself will lead you through the entire process of um, effectively using a user group. Run that, run that again, because I think I wrote it down right. And I just wanted to see if, if somebody else can, if I can write it down, somebody else can. Sure. I'm not sure I got it right. Sure. Well, and I should because it's hard. It's M as in Mike, K as in Kathy, T as in Tom, G as in George, and then a hyphen, that, that's a dash, mm -hmm. not an underscore, the word solutions with an S on the end of it, dot com forward slash user group, which is all one word. Okay. All right, all right. And, and I just How want much to am I paying you for this? This is well, uh, you know, I, I appreciate it. No, beautiful. you can pay me. I'll give it to him. Trust me. <laughs> I, I sense a conspiracy coming out here. <laughs> no, I, I really want to endorse this process that, that you've talked about here, Andrew, because in, in our work, we so much come into the situation where people don't know. You know, I, I don't remember who it was, but I remember the uh, the quote, 50% of my marketing works. I just don't know which 50%. Exactly, yeah. Uh, you know, so when we have the opportunity to get data and actually spend our marketing dollars more effectively because we know who we're targeting, we know what the messages are, we know what works, then we're in really good shape. You know, if you can get to the point where you stop guessing because you know based on customer data, uh, your entire uh, business is going to become far more profitable. Absolutely. And this is a good time to mention uh, your, your free digital audit that is worth uh, how much? $1,500. We put a lot of work into this. We got some very wow. expensive tools. Hey, you charged me $2,500 last month. Oh, well, that's because he had to give me 10. Is, is his mic still on? <laughs> is, is, his, is his mic still on? Yeah, let's get rid of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like those questions. Goodbye. So, um, and to, uh, so for you to get in on this, all you have to do is call 253-906-2705. And that's going to get you to, uh, you can call or text Dave directly. He is accessible which is amazing these days because normally you get a machine that takes you to another machine to another machine, right? So that is a free digital audit worth $1,500. And um, that is from Digital Day, from Marketing with Digital Day. And, and let me mention also that on our website, we are also linking to Andrew's website as well. So if you didn't get it written down, you can come to digitaldave.biz and we are linked over to Marketing Solutions and Andrew's website. So you two are in cahoots. We are. <laughs> How cute. <laughs> We're going to be right back with Marketing with Digital Dave right after this. Andrew, thank you so, so much for Thanks, stopping Andrew. in. I, I think we'll have you back, huh? I love it. All right. You're listening to Marketing with Digital Dave. 
search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising are all parts of the pathway to a successful business plan, and Dave Parkhurst, the digital wizard, has the experience to make it happen. Call or text Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. There's more to come right around the corner. There's obviously a business revolution going on right now, and many businesses are having a hard time adjusting. Hey, this is Andrew Ballard with Marketing Solutions, a frequent guest here on Marketing with Digital Dave. And yes, due to the pandemic, many businesses are trying to figure out how to pivot in this new business environment. And don't think that things are going to go back to normal. Most business owners are struggling and trying to pivot without a structured process, and that can be costly. Digital Dave has asked me to share a new service we are offering that is very timely. The solution for you just may be to follow our strategic pivot formula. Right now, we're offering a free remote consult to demonstrate how our strategic pivot formula works and to determine if your business is a good candidate for a pivot. Don't procrastinate or hope for a miracle. Call Marketing Solutions today, 425-337-1100 to schedule your free consult. Once again, that's 425-337-1100, 425-337-1100. If you'd like to ask Digital Dave a question, it's time to jot down some numbers. You can text Dave anytime at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. And be sure to go to his website, digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz to get a copy of his show notes or to listen to a recording of today's show. And now, back to Marketing with Digital Dave. And I am Lee Ryan, and we are back with Marketing with Digital Dave, Dave Parkhurst. Dave, I have learned so much, and I'm just trying to put it all together here, which, of course, (laughs) you would do for me if I had a business. Absolutely. Um, I kind of have a business. One thing that that I think we've all learned here is that there is a business revolution going on right now. And because of COVID and all that, they're not getting walk-in customers anymore. And if they don't have something fabulous on their website that not only draws people in but keeps them there, they're going to die with a lot of the other businesses that have. I mean, that's that's pretty pretty grim, but, I mean, it's a reality, isn't it? Well, it, it is, Lee. I mean, the, the world has changed in ways that none of us anticipated a year ago, <laughs> and it's changed in ways that completely upend how the uh, business buying, business prospecting, the business commerce, it's, it's changed the entire process. And we have two choices in business. We can either go along with the revolution and change to fit the current times, or we can be like previous companies were. So in the, in the you know, 150 years ago, messages were delivered via Pony Express. When's the last time you used the Pony Express, Lee? Probably not recently, right? I don't think so. Business has to adapt or it dies. And so we are in a business revolution. Now, the question when you're in a business revolution is very simply this. Do you know what's happening and do you know how to respond? So going back to that segment we just did with Andrew, which yes. was fantastic, what Andrew brings to the table is this ability to look at, find out what the actual data is. What are the customers wanting? What do they need? Not your opinion of what they need, because mm. remember, your opinion doesn't matter, right? That's right. So it's the customers that counts. Now, if we know that information, then we can start to make good decisions about then how to execute on the changes in the world. 
So business attitudes, people's attitudes have changed. We need to know what those are. So the way that, for instance, Andrew and I work together is we'll start working with him and a customer and, and their organization to find out where things are at, to find out how have their attitudes changed, to find out how their decision-making has changed. And then once we know that data, then we can actually craft the digital assets, whether they be the website or social media or Google search results, any of those things, we take what Andrew's given us so we're not marketing by chance. In business, we have two choices. We can either market by happenstance, we can use hope as a strategy, mm. we can use chance as a strategy, or we can market using the data, knowing that we have the best possibility for a solid outcome if we know who we're talking to, what we need to say to them, why they need to hear it, and what our response has to be to what they say. So, and that's why we do our digital audit. You know, we have the digital audit on our website, digitaldave.biz. Why do we do that digital audit? Because we don't want to go in and we don't want to engage with people when they don't know how their business looks to the internet, how their business looks to the rest of the world. That's my why in this, uh, in this digital audit world we do so we can find out what they need to do, not just my opinion of what they need to do, because even my opinion doesn't count. Andrew's opinion doesn't count. Your opinion doesn't count. The customer's does. And Google's does as well. So this is where this digital audit comes in. This is where we can respond back to somebody and just go through what we do with this again. We will analyze their website according to current best practices, best practices in this month of this year, because it will change next month, next month, next month. We will analyze their search engine presence. We will find out. I can tell you with these advanced tools that we've got how many keywords any particular website is recognized by Google for. I can tell you what their ranking is for those various keywords. So once we know that, then we can target the ones that we are, are lacking in and we can boost the ones, we can help boost the ones that we already have but we're not ranking very well in. And by the way, this is not something that we charge for. At least we don't charge listeners to this radio program for. Uh, anybody comes to me off the street, yeah, they're going to pay $1,500 for this. $1,500 is, is, is about what it costs us it's to do this. It's an investment. It is an investment. So we'll do all of that. We'll look at whether your social media is working for you or not. We'll look at whether your email is working for you or not. In future shows, we can talk about email campaign, the, a very underutilized resource that most businesses have that they just are not monetizing very well. So there's all of these things that we will analyze. We'll give you that report. They'll know from that report the things that they need to do. They can engage us to do that. They can try to do it themselves if they have the capabilities of doing that themselves. Well, you've given them a lot of information, but uh, maybe just... <laughs> we, we, do, we do provide a lot of information, and we don't have any obligation. We don't expect that when we give them this, uh, this report, this gap analysis of where they should be and what they should do, we don't expect that they're necessarily going to be doing business with us. If they do, we are thrilled. Because I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Lee, the motto for, for our business is you're amazing and we want the world to know it. The fundamental problem I'm in business to solve is that I have these wonderful clients that do these amazing things and not enough people know about them. Mm. It's for a moment there, I was just, I love that you were looking right at me and telling, you're amazing. You're amazing. And, we, and I thought you were talking to me. I am, <laughs> Lee. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to everybody that's listening to our voice right now. Yeah. You you folks in business out there, you in mm -hmm. Radioland, are you supposed to say that? You out there in Radioland, <laughs> you do amazing work. You got into business because you're yeah. passionate about doing something. The only problem, not the only problem that you have, because we all have COVID problems and other problems. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a new world and we have to adapt to it. But one of the major problems that, that most businesses have is 
not enough people know how amazing they are. Mm-hmm. And that's what knowing the data, making marketing plans around the data, understanding what the customer opinion is by using Andrew's, uh, Andrew's information and Andrew's data will tell people and then building marketing resources around that. That's what's going to do the trick for people. Now you're offering a free digital audit that is worth $1,500. Why would somebody not do that? It's it's a question for the ages, Lee. It's a question for the ages. No, seriously, we we as I said, we don't obligate people to do anything when they get the digital audit. Mm-hmm. If if somebody wants this information, use it. We have we invest in incredible tools that most people don't have to to analyze the search engines, analyze digital presence. We have fourteen people on my team that keep up with all of this stuff on a day in and day out basis. Uh, we spent a lot of energy, and we have since 1994. You know, we built, uh, not to be too self-promotional, but hey, we built some of the first websites in the Northwest back in 1994 when I thought, you know, this internet thing, there might be something to it. <laughs> there just might be something to it. So we've, we've been doing this for a very long time, and as a result of that, this is one of the ways that we can give back to the community that's been so uh, so helpful for us. And frankly, we generate new business for our company as well this way. But there's something even more personal behind it than that. Why did you get into this business? What what turns your crank? What Why are you doing this? Not only why are you involved in this business, but why are you doing this free audit and all of this for people? Well, you know, one of the most satisfying things in the world is to get a call from somebody, to talk with them about what their current situation is, to look at their their marketing and the level of success or not that they're having and then come back six months later after we've engaged with them or a year later, however long, and have them say, you know, Dave, meeting you and working with you was one of the best things that ever happened to me. That, I mean, personally for me, that gives me a tremendous thrill to be able to help people at the same time that we're making a living. There, I, I can't think of too much that's better than that. And, and let me tell them how they can meet you. Please. And I'm going to give you that number again. It's 253-906-2705. And you can call or text Dave and talk to him about your situation, what your needs are. And maybe you don't know what your needs are. Half the time we don't know what we need until somebody points it out to us. I'm just wondering how many people really feel that they're ready for the Olympics as far as their website. (laughs) And you have to tell them what. Well, for one thing, you said there's like more than 50% of people that need their websites. Probably 85 what are some of the real key things that you find more than anything else on a website that needs work? You bet. Well, so one of the things that people oftentimes do is they will have, uh, if they have a brick and mortar business, yep. they don't have a map to the business. Ah. If you have a, if you have a brick and mortar business, you have, a, you have an address, you, sh- you should be able to click on that address mm-hmm. and you should be able to go to the map. Okay. You should be able to go straight to that business, get the directions. Another thing people do is they'll bury their phone number way down deep on the Mm, website. mm. You know, most people access websites these days using cell phones, right? I mean, that's, that is about probably 70, 80% of the traffic on the internet is on mobile devices. And that's a tiny screen. And it's a small screen. If your website isn't properly designed to allow people to navigate on that screen, on any size screen, from that screen up to the six foot wide smart TV that's on the wall of, of, of some houses. If it's not designed for that, then you're not gonna be able to generate as much business as you otherwise would. People will just move past it. If it's not easy to use, just like that emotive design we talked about mm-hmm. at the beginning, then people are not gonna visit you. So you need that there. The other thing you need to do is, and 
as I said, the, the motto of our business is you're amazing. We want the world to know it. Do you have customer testimonials on the front page of your website? How important are those compared to people knowing you? Well, let me, let me put it this way, Lee. If I was looking for something and I knew that you had experience with that, and I said, Lee, who do you recommend to go, uh, to go get this service done? And mm-hmm. you told me who that was. Mm-hmm. My natural response is, I'm going to go look online. I'm going to see what the reviews <laughs> say, and I'm going to believe the reviews over you. So now, you're, you're going to take my pitch to go look, but for you to make the decision, it's not by me. It's by what they see in the website. It, it is specifically based on reviews and testimonials. There was some, a survey done about two years ago that indicated, and this is a little bit scary sociologically, uh, but there, the survey said that people trust online reviews more than they trust the recommendation of a family member or a friend. So I guess my concern is when I see, when I see a review and it says Lisa B and Bob C and da-da-da-da-da-da, I wonder, are these people real? That's the first thing I wonder. Are they real? Well, so two things about that. One, the review sites like Google and others spend, and Google is, is by far the biggest review site. They spend a lot of their energy and time making sure that the reviews are as real as possible. Ah. Now, before you call me and say, Dave, I got, a, I got a bad review. It's not real. Yes, I realize that we deal with that a lot. Ah. But reviews online are are so powerful, they need to be right on the front of your website along with the testimonials because that people are going to look at that as much as they're going to look at anything else. Again, would you share a little bit about what you do when you meet up with somebody? I've, I've, I've got the number. I've dialed 253-906-2705, and you answer the phone, and you start asking me questions. What do you, how is this going to work? Well, there's two things. The first two things, I want to get to know a little bit about your business before I get into the data. So, what's your business about and how's business. So that'll give us a foundation. Then we're going to go through, I need your website address. In fact, that's even on our little form. I want to know your, your social media addresses. Do you have social media? Mm -hmm. And I want to know what uh, current marketing you're doing so that we can start to make some decisions. Okay. And that is by calling 253-906-2705. We are, we are marketing with digital Dave. That is Dave Parkhurst. And he is offering a free digital audit worth $1,500. And you you can get that that uh, digital uh, marketing, uh, what is it? What do we call that again? It's an digital audit. Digital marketing audit. It's an audit. Get it See, today. I'm learning. I'm learning. 253-906-2705. And what are we going to talk about next time? Do we have kind of an idea what we're going to talk you about? You betcha. We're going to get into the big G, Google. It's great if you have a wonderful website, but if people aren't finding you via Google, you got problems. We're going to delve into that rocket science, which is search engine optimization. But I'm going to make it easy for people, Lee. I'm going to make it easy. Okay. So we will and we won't cross cross eyes. I know my eyes are getting crossed from this. Thank you so much. Great show. Great information. And uh, You've been listening to the Digital Marketing Show with Dave Parkers from Greenhaven Interactive. If you'd like to contact Dave to arrange a free consultation or web audit, simply call Dave directly at 253-906-2705. That's 253-906-2705. Or go online at digitaldave.biz. That's digitaldave.biz, where you'll also find show notes from today's program. Then be sure to join us again next Sunday morning at 8 for another edition of The Digital Marketing Show.